Welcome back to What the Fluxtables. I am Jason Lacey. I'm back. It's great to be here. And well, you got just me tonight, folks. It's been a journey to get us here. And well, I'm going to I'm going to do my best to get us caught up in what's been going on and what has got us to this point. It, it, and honestly, wow, I, I haven't been on the show and what honestly feels like forever at this point uh, there's a lot to keep up with to catch you up on all that thing and so much more this is episode 403 and boy uh <laughs> what a journey after episode after uh, episode 400 never never expect that but here we are so uh thanks thanks for bearing with us thanks for listening thanks for doing all the things and uh thanks for being there for us i appreciate it so let's talk about what's been going on i feel like there's a, a ton to catch up with just on, in my side of life because i i haven't been around so uh as kevin and lucas talked on the show uh last episode when i was out yeah i uh i unfortunately had covid and you know thankfully we're in a place now where you know science and medicine and you know vaccines have come where they at where coming out as far as they have and I'm obviously, you know, immediately, you know, hit with thoughts of of those that were not so lucky. And of course, my thoughts immediately immediately went with with Bobby Bobby Pauls and the the long battle that he ultimately lost with with COVID nineteen. And you know, I you feel it's like a special, not not special. You know, it, it's just, it was just difficult. You know, you feel. It, not guilty, but, you know, obviously I feel thankful that I was able to receive a vaccination and boosters and, you know, the there's variants of the disease that aren't quite as as powerful. And unfortunately, there's many people that have lost loved ones and people that were not as fortunate enough to be in a place that I, that I am, you know, and, and I was able to to come through this. So um, let's just recap that a little bit. Yeah, my son um, mysteriously had like a fever. You know, it was like that Splatoon release weekend. I was playing with Sean and the gang and like my wife texted me and my son had woken up in the middle of the night, had a fever. Uh, the next day had a fever. It was just tired. Um, really wasn't himself. But then that Monday was up and around fine. We kept him up from school, had a little fever again that night. I think Tuesday, I think we even went back to school on Tuesday. And this is where we kind of feel shitty about it. After that, never, never even thought to consider it to, to test him. So he goes back to school. Um, this has come Tuesday for me. I, I notice I get that that feeling, you know, that little tin, that little tinge in the back of your throat. That's always the onset of something. And sure enough, um, I thought it was just sinus. And then from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I had the worst sore throat I've ever experienced in my life. I had to like constantly drink tea. If I didn't, just scratchy, terrible, just excruciatingly painful. Um, that Wednesday we had done the office build out upstairs and I was, you know, worked late doing that. And I just noticed, man, I am really sore from that. And I thought, I know I'm getting older, but it, it shouldn't be to this point where it's affecting me to like be able to just do these small physical tasks. And sure enough, no, that, that was like muscle, muscle pains, muscle aches. I was getting, you know, similar to the flu. So that Thursday I felt a little worse as the day went on. I got home that night. Um, was okay just felt tired and then that friday i was like yeah you know i'm definitely got had whatever my son had i'm going to stay home and then my mom had texted my wife was like you should test Dana. i mean you should test jason it's like fine i'll take a test and sure enough right away two lines 
positive. I was like, nonchalantly, I go check in the bathroom. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go check this test. It's not gonna be positive because we've been down this road before. And uh, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's positive. And it just hits you. It's like this wave, this punch, you know, and you're just like, holy shit, you know, I've outran this, this illness, you know, all this time. And uh, yeah, just like, wow, it just hits you. And it's like, tell my wife. So she's like panicking, runs and gets to the door out of the basement to put back on her den. And so that was me in the next three days. I quarantined in our den. Um, you know, she brought all my meals to me and, and just would watch streamed everything possible. It was just, um, horrible experience. Just like to be, to not be around your family and to be quarantined like that. And that was just, that was now, you know, when we know so much more about this illness than, than we previously did. And, um, you know, she was testing herself regularly and came, came back negative and we were doing everything that we thought was the right thing to keep her healthy only to, you know, and at this point too, we had tested my son and he had tested positive. So we, that's, he was our, he was our household patient zero. Um, my wife tested positive, um, on uh, the Monday, Monday morning. So little do we know she was probably already infected, you know, so we swapped places and she quarantined and then I took care of her. I was at least finally feeling well enough to be back on my feet again at that point and taking care of my son. And it was, uh, you know, taking a positive on that, it was a, a blessing in disguise at that point because I got to stay home with him and do the school drop-offs and pickups and spend all the, a lot of time with him that I normally wouldn't wouldn't get to do. And you just kind of naturally, like, you know, we in our, our parenting styles, we kind of stay in our lanes and it's easy to occupy whatever spaces. But when I was forced in a position to, to occupy both, it's amazing how you kind of overcome and adapt and make those adjustments. And I am, I am definitely not as great of a caregiver as my wife. I won't attest to that. Um, I always like the, the Nate Bargazzi, uh, stand up uh, joke when he's talking about, you know, talking about the kids and he's like, um, so wait, there's a problem at school. And the first thing you thought was we're going to call dad. I don't know what's going on. You know, that's, that's, it's making a joke, but that that's what it's like. So, um, got you know some work remote here and there and just got to spend a lot of quality time with my family and and take extra time off of work that I, I never would have and luckily um we are not experiencing any um lingering lingering effects and um you know we're all we're all happy and and, and healthy after this fact so um happy to be past that and back on back 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 on the the road of of normal as, as normal as we get um also, since this time, my son started cross country. You know, he's in kindergarten. They have a cross country program, which is kind of interesting. I was a I was a runner uh, back in the day, by no means a distance runner. I was a you know I did track. I was a sprinter primarily, and um, yeah, it was pretty fast. I, I'd like to think now that if I tried to do that, I'd probably blow out a hamstring. So I'm terrified to, to ever try that again. But um, you know, I was running distance for a while there as an adult, just to stay in shape and. Part of me always wants to get back into that running form. I hear Sean talk about it and it's inspiring, inspiring to to run and all that. And I'd like to get back into that running shape, but it's just the time and the commitment. And I just don't don't have enough of it to make it or I just don't make it a priority. So it doesn't happen. But uh, he's in, you know, kindy, as I said, and they run 400 meters. It's him and the, uh, the kindergartners and the uh, uh, first graders run together and it's just really cool to see because he's always been kind of apprehensive of trying something new and he, you know we're kind of seeing him blossoming a little bit and he he's got a friend one of his classmates that does it and they're so cute together and they have a lot of fun and he enjoys it and thinks it's cool and it's not you know yeah there's parents that are like way too competitive and i'm not trying to be that way but trying just to encourage him and give him some advice when i can my dad's a cross-country coach 
uh, for high schools. My brother was a high school coach and now coaches at the at the NCAA level, uh, Division Two assistant coach. So it kind of runs in the family. My my other brother ran too. So we, you know, it's kind of in our bloodline. So it's kind of cool to see my son carry on in that same way and i think he'll continue to do that hopefully and nothing else it's it's an extracurricular an extracurricular a team activity and he enjoys it and that's i think that's what's important kind of goes hand in hand we started uh he was very much against it but we got him to start doing the ninja gymnastics class um i took him there this past saturday and he just thought that was the greatest thing so finally getting him out of the house especially in the winter something to get some of that energy out because that's always a little bit of a struggle uh with things um on the flip side of of kindy we've noticed we're already dealing with some of the the not so fun stuff and there's this uh he's got this good friend who's very popular uh apparently all the kids really like him but there's this one girl that's really taking a shine to him and she's like very possessive and i think uh routinely tells my son that he can't play with them and then then his friend will say no we shouldn't say that to aiden but and my son's kind of the type that's not going to overly assert himself and he's just going to be like oh okay and he's going to go play by himself and that's not the thing we want so my my wife has expressed concern and then i i don't i think the teacher kind of blew her off at first and then but my wife had told him that you know if if they say that again and you know give him a script to like you know say uh this this boy's my friend and you can't tell me who i can't play with and if that doesn't work then go tell your teacher which he did and then yeah that made it more of a concern so we'll continue to um work on that we had a weird they had a, a harvest festival event for a school on friday this previous week and um we met the mother of this daughter which i think they're like weirdly encouraged i don't know i just feel like if your child was purposefully excluding someone you would not encourage that behavior like my wife feels torn because we're you know raising she's raising and i'm you know, supporting this too, raising our son to be a caring person. You include everyone, you respect everyone, you invite people to play. You don't, you know, you don't do that. But it seems like teaching your kid to be the nice one is also teaching your kid to have other people walk on top of them, you know, because it feels like we're the only ones teaching our kids to be, to do the good things and everyone else is letting their kids be assholes. So definitely for my other parents out there, I would love uh, some support in our corner, share your own stories, your own feedback. Cause like, this is kind of like one of those shitty things that we don't want to deal with the drama of kids already at the age of five. So navigating through that, hopefully, uh, you know, more positive updates to come. And luckily it's not his friend. That's the issue. So that's, that's good. Um, another positive note though uh you know if you follow me on on, on linkedin or on instagram I, I i try not to toot the horn too much and i posted about it on our discord here uh flexibles.com slash discord by the way um i got i received a promotion uh two weeks ago yeah two weeks ago i think it was official on um last monday but i am now the director of enterprise applications at my employer and you know while i'll always be the wizard there this kind of gives me a more formal title to kind of get garners a little more of that respect especially for the new hire perspective and it's kind of an accurate representation of my duties there i'm kind of um, shifting away from the it side and really my main job is to master the various applications and integrations that we use to be the admin of those accounts um and for and mostly just like further optimize how we implement those and use those in our organization. So, um, you know, I appreciate the recognition. I got, a, you know, a little like a four, four to 5% pay bump, which is great too. But 
just like really in, in investing in that renewed focus in that specific direction of where to take my my career and i've kind of made it a, a i've probably been more active on linkedin than other social networks lately and just you know really spreading some positivity and um passion and excitement about uh, uh my employer uh, that I represent and what we can offer prospective employees and just those to celebrate those journeys that we're, we're letting people build for themselves. And uh, it's just an exciting time with growth. And, you know, that, that upstairs expansion that was long in the works is done. We're, we're in the middle of the software migration and excuse me, this is a lot of talking by myself and I'm parched. I need, I need a beverage here. So I have to, I apologize. I have to take a beverage break here. Ah, much better. So, you know, just a lot of a lot of exciting things, and I'm I'm thankful to be recognized for my my talent, my accomplishments, and where I can continue to um, take things for the company. And just uh, continues to be a really exciting time. And uh, the the people that you, used to report to me as I was their you know their their superior, their the team lead, um, we've brought them out from underneath me, and now they've kind of got a more you know I don't have anybody that direct really directly reports to me anymore. Um, so it kind of frees me up to kind of plot my own course and not feel like I have to be um, respond. I don't want to use the term responsible, but more beholden to a team, but it allows them to like, not look at me as like this, this obstacle that they couldn't overpass, you know, and uh, not that, uh, you know, through my coaching and everything like that, uh, that was never the, that was, I think I always made that clear that I, you know, the goal is to surpass me in ways and I want to help get you guys there. But, you know, I think it, it still always can be seen as kind of like an untimely or a, an obstacles to their own growth and success. So, um, it's great to see them continue to build out their roles as well. And just, uh, it's a really exciting time there. I've, I've always been passionate about my career. I think especially in the past few years, but, um, this really helps. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have a, a different, uh, boss that I report to. I no longer report to our CEO. I report to our CSO, which is great. Cause my, my other longtime boss, he's got a lot of things else. He's like the main visionary of the company and he's, he's really pulled in a lot of directions and he'll admit that he's not a great manager. So I think I'll get more um, support and feedback with my, my new boss. And um, you know, I've had a great relationship with him already and I'm just looking forward to the, that continued uh, growth and challenge and just collaboration that I'll, that I'll have there and, and, and continuing this journey. And um yeah, I guess, I guess that kind of talks to back. You know, Kevin was hoping to to join me tonight, and you know, had some some things develop, and just uh, wasn't wasn't in the best mental place to do a show, and didn't want to half ass it, didn't want to bring down the show. And I respect um, I respect Kevin's honesty, and I I wouldn't want him to fake it. I've I've definitely had to try to to do that before, and you just want to be you want to be authentic, and at the same time though too, I wouldn't like I guess I wouldn't encourage him to be here and not be his authentic self, but. I want him, you know, he's representing us and he's filling in for us. And I, I, I get that. I respect that he wants to do, you know, um, he wants to do that right by us. So I thank you, Kevin. And I, I appreciate you. Um, you know, you, we, it's officially unofficial. Kevin's kind of like the third chair here at flux to pose now. Um, and he's definitely risen to that call and we've, we've needed him often because it's just been, it's been chaotic. Like last week, you know, we were going to do the normal Tuesday show. He had something come up. Well, First, we weren't sure if Lucas was going to be able to make it or not. I had a pencil with Lucas to kind of do um, his last show. More on that in a minute. Not last show, but I'll touch on that. His last show for a bit and couldn't work out. Couldn't work out. So, And then Kevin was going to come in and then he couldn't do Tuesday. 
we were going to do Thursday and I just knew my wife was having a day. It was tough. And I, I didn't want to like, well, I'll see you later. I'm going to go downstairs and record now. So I just, I just knew that it would be uh, better if I could be available to her. So we, that didn't work out. Then the weekend and we just couldn't, we couldn't get, you know, schedules wouldn't align. I'm like, well, we'll just push it out till Tuesday. So I, I apologize that this is already well over a week late. And now you're getting kind of a stripped down episode with just me blabbering to all of you but i hope that it's still enjoyable and i hope that you know sharing so much of our lives as we do here uh helps you overcome your challenges and just helps you feel better that we're all dealing with things you know it's not i think so much of social media right now paints this picture of everything's great and everything's better and um look at all the awesome things i'm doing look what i'm buying and that's just not what life is you know we all i have guilty of it too you know we don't share like the shitty stuff and i i try to be authentic with that and be better about that and um by listening to the struggles and the the stuff that we deal with here p.s i have a leaky faucet to deal, a leaky sink to deal with at some point this week you know it helps you realize that man you know what other people are, are dealing with things too and this is this sucks and it's shitty and uh if they can get through it i can too so um you know thank you for listening and i hope i hope it helps is what i'm trying to say and i guess with that said you know we're, we're i'm doing this episode I, it, it's time to talk about lucas and where's lucas what's going on with lucas uh, if you're in our discord you you probably know what's going on with lucas but and he shared a little bit but there's probably more um more to that and <laughs> I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do my best to explain it. I'm gonna give Lucas a chance to explain this in his own words. Um, unfortunately, I won't. I'm recording this show now. He's gonna add this in post, so I'm not gonna be able to hear or comment on what it, he's gonna share with you right now. I'm gonna obviously go back and listen to it uh, at the same time. All of you do, but let's, I'm giving Lucas a chance to explain what's going on, what he's going through, and what what he feels his his need what he needs to do and just in my own perspective he's going to be taking a step back for a bit he's just got a lot going on and it's a chance for him to focus and channel his energies on what's important and i had always said that if one of us couldn't do the show obviously this is a short-term thing but if it was going to be a long-term like multi-month like if one of us never if he, he couldn't do the show any longer first of all i'm thankful that kevin it's can fill in and I, I have a great rapport and relationship with Kevin and a good flow with him. And it, he's, he's a great, um, he's a great replacement for Lucas. And I feel positive about where the show can go in with him stepping in. However, if like Lucas was done completely, you know, and just couldn't podcast anymore, I think that would be the end of flex to I, I just don't see it. I wouldn't want to continue it without my best friend. You know, that's just, it's always, that's been something special about that. And I think we both kind of have, have said that. So at that point, I, you know, we would probably shutter the show, keep the community as it is. And, and I don't know, but the, I, I don't want to think about that. Let's hope we never get to that point. But uh, I'm going to allow Lucas the time now to to share with his own words with all of you and, and give you that update that, that he deserves to be able to. So uh, take it away, Lucas. Hey guys, uh, Lucas here. Just wanted to let you know, everything is okay. As far as I know, I'm okay. Um, so I've been dealing with some stuff ever since COVID, uh, dizziness, just feeling kind of out of it and weird and tired all the time. And I'm trying to juggle work, life, podcast, you know, 
all those things trying to take it easy for the most part some days are good some days are bad especially if i forget to take medicine i'm i'm having to take antihistamines a lot like basically every single day and uh I emailed my doctor and said, hey, this hasn't gone away and it's been two months. Uh, I still don't feel totally myself yet. And uh, she was like, okay, well, let me prescribe you another thing, another antihistamine. And so now I'm taking that and that makes me super tired. So I've been taking it at night, but I had to figure that out first. So um, I've been possibly... I'm still waiting to hear back from them, um, but I've been referred to a long COVID clinic. Um, so until I know what the hell is going on, the, I just kind of decided I'm going to take it easy. Um, I've missed some days of work just because by the time I go in later at night, I'm either exhausted or I feel more dizzy uh, or both. And so it makes driving to work and sitting there and trying to concentrate really difficult um and you know I, i'm still taking care of the kids and getting isaac off to school and everything so it's just been it's been a time it's been a heck of a time so in the effort to try to pare down the things that i am having to do the first thing that had to go was doing the podcast, any podcasting. I, I also had to cancel doing the um, Halloween podcast that I was going to do with Josh and uh, the Donster. But it sucks. It sucks. I didn't really want to have to do that, but it's hard to be calling off work or feeling like I'm too tired to clean the house, for instance, but also scraping myself together to do a podcast that that's not a good look either so in the interest of also keeping my marriage a marriage instead of a divorce uh i think what's best for me is also best for my family at the time too uh and you know my wife i will just say this my wife is not telling me to do this i don't even think i told her that that i, that I was doing this I, it was just something that i realized i would probably have to do so uh to make this uh, not go any longer than it already has. The plan right now is I'm going to go to this COVID clinic, hopefully maybe not get answers necessarily, but at least get a solution to the medicine side of things and maybe like an idea of how long this will be um, and get a routine figured out, you know, figure out what medicine I need, take it, make sure it doesn't destroy me. And then when I get in the swing of things, I don't necessarily have to be 100%, but if I can at least be like 75 to 80% and know like, hey, this is how I'm going to feel every day, or hey, I feel great now, but it's just going to take some time before I'm 100%, but I can do stuff again. Um, that's kind of what I'm waiting for and when I'll be able to say, all right, I can add stuff back in to my, to my life, my life load, my loads. So it sucks. I hate having to basically take a break for a while i think it's what needs to happen and i'm glad that the timing worked out kevin can step in as as best as he can i mean we're all busy we all have stuff going on so hopefully i can get back pretty soon hopefully i can get back to normal and uh we can start uh apologizing for all the content we create again so thanks for listening guys now in the past 
forever. We love you. I love you. Stay awesome. And I will hopefully see you guys soon. Again, thanks, Lucas, for, for sharing that. I, I can't wait to go back and listen and hear your voice. And it's it's been too long, man. So I hope you're uh, I hope you're feeling better. And I, I wish you uh, a streamlined process of getting back to where you need to be to uh, continue. So, wow. I mean, whew, there we are. That's that's where we're at so far. Just a lot, a lot of life coming at you. And it's uh, gosh, I, I almost forgot. This is the you know, as I'm recording this. It's October 11th coming up on my my 10 year 10 year anniversary with my wife uh we've been married 10 years on thursday and we've got a little weekend trip up to mackinac island that i'm looking forward to so some good time away and just enjoying each other's company and hope to do some hiking and eating a lot of great food and um looking forward to that and a celebration of 10 years it's been a long time since we've taken any sort of trip together without our son so that's that's enough about life let's let's get into the the what you doings here on the show and um guys i'll be honest like in the video game realm, it's been pretty much exclusively Splatoon 3 for me. Uh, when I when I had COVID, I did play quite a bit of uh, Xenoblade, and I think I'm through Chapter 4. Uh, I believe I'm in Chapter 5. It's been a while, because after Splatoon came out, I just kind of got laser-focused on that. I played through the single-player and enjoyed that, and uh, I'm just playing multiplayer now. A little bit of ranked, but... A lot of, uh, you know, uh, Turf War and just really enjoying that game. And um, just I, I wish I was playing with more people in the community, but just just enjoying it. And I, I'm not trying to get good, but the Salmon Run's been a great time killer. I've been playing that on lunch breaks and just it's been fun. And I, I, I think this is um, it seems to be across the across uh, at least the communities I see like a very an echoed statement that like Splatoon 3 it just it seems a little bit more it's just a little bit more of the game than what we wanted in, in Splatoon 2 and I feel just more excitement and people ready to go with Splatoon 3 that I, I didn't quite see as much with Splatoon 2 and even if 3 seems like kind of a half step compared to 2 but uh, still still enjoyable all, all the way around Um, not sure if I would get, get around to installing Overwatch 2 but maybe at some point I might uh, I might might dabble that and other than that, it's been it's been movies. You know, it's October. Uh, I kind of wish I was streaming Dead Space again because that was always so fun. But my wife and I always try to watch a bunch of scary movies and stuff throughout the month. Uh, you know, AMC always has their their Fear Fest, and um, you know, maybe I'll do a throw out a subscription to Shutter or something. Meantime, but we've uh, Hulu's had a few things, and we've we've rolled the dice on a few things on there. Um, we just recently discovered on Netflix um, Midnight Club which I believe is directed by the same guy who did uh, uh, Hill House and uh, Midnight Mass and all that. Um, it's kind of interesting. It's about, uh, I'm not going to say too much here, but it's a group of, of teenagers at kind of a hospice-type um, home for terminally ill um, kids, you know, cancer, leukemia, AIDS, you know, things of that nature. Um, and they kind of, they take turns um, telling these um, scary stories to each other. So you get kind of like an anthology with like little stories that they tell, but there's also something going on with the history of this, this building that they're in and something, some, there's something, something else uh, overarching that ties it together. Only two episodes in, so I don't have much to say there, but really uh, I do enjoy that so far. And the other show we've been watching is, I think it's from FX originally, but we're watching it on Hulu, uh, which is the patient. 
uh, starring uh, Damal Gleason and uh, Steve Carell. Uh, Steve Carell plays a psychiatrist to Damal's character, Sam, who um, eventually gets a desire to have to kill people. And he abducts Steve Carell in a way to give him constant treatment to prevent him from doing so. So uh, I think we've watched seven or eight episodes of that. It's quite, it's quite good. Uh, it's really good. And it's, um, you always forget like how well of a, like a serious actor Steve Carell can be. Cause you know, most of his stuff is, is, is comedy and it's just um, really good. So I, I really recommend that. Also, can we share thoughts on uh, the Mario trailer really quick? I'm no, I'm sure you've all, you know, any of my gaming friends have probably been over overly saturated with that, but I think we've all been um, anxiously waiting for any look at this. And I know a lot of people were very kind of sour on the fact that Illumination was the studio they partnered with in the first place. But I, I honestly, I, I kind of, I even enjoy a lot of Illumination films. My son really loves Secret Life of Pets too. Uh, we really love The Grinch. Um, you know, I, I like the Despicable Me films. I don't have an issue with their art style. And I like that. Uh, I like what I've seen so far. I mean, there's been a lot to talk about. Yes, Jack Black is awesome. It's Jack Black. What do you expect? And there, there's been a lot of talk about Chris Pratt and the Mario voice. And like, I'm, I, I'm personally, just, we didn't see enough there in that trailer. You know, the, like, I'm not going to make this huge point of, he said what? Like, just a small handful of lines. I'm not going to like try to, I don't know. I, I just, I guess I'm not, A, I'm not that critical of it. And B, like, I, I just, I don't feel like there's enough there, you know, to, to warrant my judgment. Um, I've seen a lot of Reddit stuff about, you know, Charles Martinet and he's a voice actor and done this and that. And yeah, I, I totally get that. I also don't think the classic Mario voice would really be something you want to see in a future, a feature length film, you know, in terms of that much dialogue. I, it, yeah, come on, you know, so um but i think the animation looks fantastic i like the way it looks i'm I'm eager for more my son's here's the most important thing my son's um, amazingly excited for this and we can't wait to, as a family to go see it and for that magic there to experience like we do with sonic 2 and as an adult that's what you gotta remember here this isn't yes we so many of us grew up with mario nintendo we're not we're the adults here this is a film for kids okay and my son is an accurate representation of what this is going to do. It's like the, that excitement, that magic, that wonder, and he's pumped for it. And that's the important thing here. And we can get on to the stupid politics of this and that. And it's just, come on, let's just take a step. I think there's so much like that in everything in the gaming sphere. It's like, let's just pump the brakes, take a step back, and just let some shit go. Like, we got to make such a fucking big deal about so many things. And it's like... So much energy is just wasted on negativity and and conflict. And just let's just fucking let some things roll down the shoulders and just and let's just take things at face value and enjoy things a little bit. Like we did a lot watch along with a fucking god awful movie. Uh, and it, but it was hilariously fun and we all had a great time. So you just got to like you got to enjoy the little things in life, too. You know, so that's what I'll say on that. Um, so, you know, I talked about the patient. We watched, um, one other movie I, I want to mention. It's called Gaia, which on Hulu, I believe it's a South African film. It's about, um, the, like these park ranger types. They get, um, they get separated in this forest 
and there's some weird shit going on. Um, there's some injuries that happen. You get mixed up with uh, some survivalist naturalists that live there, and there's some fucking creatures there as well. And here's all I'm going to say. I'd give it like a three, middle of the road. However, like the, I don't know if the the creature effects and if anything was traditional makeup, if it was all like CG, because some of it, the like the cinematography is actually quite beautiful. Um, some of the makeup work is like, extremely beautiful, but this is like 100% like Last of Us inspired. The, the it's, it's like a fungal thing going on with uh, human hosts being infected by these mushroomy fungal type things. And I, I kid you not, the, the creatures look straight up clickers. I'm not that familiar with The Last of Us as a property, but the sound, the look, I mean, just watch the trailer and you're like, holy shit, it's The Last of Us. And it was, uh, you know, it was just kind of a, not an amazing story or not a lot of wows there, but just interesting to, to see that on the screen, on the big screen. I'll be kind of intrigued to see how that plays out with um, the actual series of that when it, when that comes, um, comes to pass on HBO max. So that's really it in terms of content for me right now. And you know, looking for the trip, probably picking up a, a book or two to, to read um, need to get back to that. My son's been big into Minecraft. Minecraft story mode has been something he's enjoyed watching on Netflix. Still haven't touched the game. We've had it for almost two weeks now. Hasn't even gone into the switch yet. Cause he's, he just, he's, I think he's scared of the zombies and, and creepers in the game, like dealing with that. And I, I feel like I remember Lucas talking about that with Isaac back in the day. So um, try to encourage him like, no, buddy, you're, I'm going to be there right there with you. Don't worry. Yeah, so we'll ease into that, um, as we go. So that's, that's what I've got for you here. I mean, like that's, that's the updates on, on my side of things. And, you know, Lucas got to share his and hopefully we'll get, uh, Kevin back here and kind of get things refocused, um, back as a, a traditional show. And I know we've been a little bit all over the place for a while and that's maybe that's part of the quirks of Flexipose and, um, I mean, I know I love it. I wouldn't keep doing it if I didn't. Hopefully you love it too. So, uh, you know, next week, I don't think we're going to take two weeks off. We'll come back, hopefully Kevin and myself on Tuesday, get you a, a traditional two co-host, uh, two co-host, two show um, out into your ears for you to enjoy. Again, thanks for, uh, thanks for Lucas for, for sharing his thoughts. And I hope he um, is able to rechannel his energy during his time away. But I got to do it, guys. I, I have to... I have to play an overclock remix before I do. I got to say, thanks. Arbiter's awesomeness, Tyler, Tom, Brendan, Josh Brown, and that crusader legion. Callow, you guys are awesome. We always appreciate your support. Everything you do. If you want to join the flex legion, check out patreon.com slash flex Lord gave me the strength. At one point we'll repurpose and rebrand and make some pushes there to give you guys some more, more things that you will deserve. But have to play us out tonight. Overclock remix. Ocremix.org. This is, the Bat from Batman Return of the Joker by Astral Tales arranges uh, the music of one song, the stage one Gotham City Cathedral, which is also the stage six, uh, apparently also stage six ammunition base. So I don't, I don't know. That's more than that's more. That's a couple songs. But, uh, you know, Batman, it's, it is what it is. You know, this was uh, Batman Return of the Joker 1991 by Sunsoft on the NES. Hope you enjoyed this remix. Of course, you can find this remix and so much more. OCRemix.org. Check out the interview we did with with uh dj pretzel and larry og that was a uh, a great to to do a little deep dive into the world of oc remix and man what a, what a journey it's been and I, what a journey i hope it continues to be here 
thank you for for being there with us and coming along on this this crazy ride of life and podcasting and content and i'm just happy that you give us a vehicle to continue to share our stories and our journeys with you and i hope we can continue to inspire um to make you laugh and to you know when you're having a rough day maybe you know give you a, a, a little outlook that walk away with a little different outlook than when you had previously. So um, again, thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you back next week for more. What the flux to post.